Well, welcome back uh, to another Codirance podcast, which still doesn't have an official name. And this time, though, I'm not going to be singing. I think I have a same enough my music teachers. So I will put some, uh, some music right around now. We are back after the music, of course. <laughs> I, 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 I know you, you are going to like the music that I'm going to put. I, um, I love you, Jorge. I love you. <laughs> okay, this is the first time that uh, we have uh, our colleagues from Barcelona joining us into this podcast. So hopefully this uh, recording will go well. Uh, so let's going to start and... I'm going to ask you, all three of you, the same questions that uh, we have asked, uh, have said before. You give your name, how long you have been working uh, on the industry, which is your favorite uh, favorite language, and which is your favorite ID. So I let's gonna start with uh, Barcelona. <laughs> okay, so uh, my name is Cristina Verdi. I've been working uh, in, the, in the industry for uh, two years now. And what was the third question? Sorry. Uh, so the your favorite language and your favorite ID. What is ah okay sorry. So favorite language um, is I don't know. I will say Spanish. <laughs> and ID. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite language. And. Okay, I'm, I'm Alvaro Garcia. Uh, I've been working in the industry since 2005, which is not so long ago. I believe that my favorite programming language is the business one. So if we follow TDD, I would say business <laughs> is the main communication tool that we have. And my favorite IDE will be IntelliJ and the suite of products by IntelliJ, by JetBrains. Okay. Okay, <clears throat> I'm Alfredo. Um, I've been working on the industry for 11, 30 years, something like that. Um, and my favorite language and ID, uh, only for the history of all the years we have been together, are C Sharp and Visual Studio. Okay. Uh, of course, all of you have heard me before, Jorge, and you can still call me Mumbles until I improve my, my diction. <laughs> okay, we are going to talk today about uh, the conference, Software Crafters Conference at Barcelona that happened last week. I haven't been present on, on the conference myself, uh, but Alfredo, uh, Cristina and Álvaro have been part of the conference. They, uh, they have helped organize the conference and they have attended. So you will be the ones uh, telling me a bit uh, about it. And let's gonna start. I mean, the location is Barcelona, of course, but where in Barcelona has happened this conference? So the conference. Yeah. Has... Say, go on. 
Okay, the year we changed the, the venue of the conference and it's been on a conference center, it's called CCCB. Uh, and it's really close to the center, really close to Plaza Catalunya. Okay. How do you find it, Alvaro, this new location? So I, I need to say a big thank you to NetMind, which has, which has been our venue for three years in a row. And they've been amazing people to us, amazing sponsors. And this year, the CCCB, the Centra Cultura Contemporanea Barcelona, is been great as a as a venue. It's big, and we've we've had other events in there. The rooms are comfortable. The chairs are nice. The people are super helpful. So it's been great to be there. Okay. Uh, uh, Cristina, you have been, I mean, you have been with Codurans, uh, just a short amount of time. Have you been on the, at the previous conferences? Uh, I haven't attended the previous conference, actually. Uh, this is my, my, my first, uh, software cafe conference. I knew about the, um, community, um, earlier this year. And since then I, I get, uh, involved because it's, well, it's a, very warm community. Okay. Do, do you like the place? Of course. The CCB is a, a great place. It's one of the most beautiful buildings in the in the um, Ciudad Bella in Barcelona. So it, it's it's a very appropriate place for conferences, actually. Nice, nice. Um, I, I understand. Uh, so. This has been running for uh, a few years already. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I believe this is the sixth edition. Yep. Uh, uh, Alvaro, have you been from the beginning involved with the conference? No, not from the beginning, actually. I, I didn't participate in the first edition, like the first, first okay. one, but I attended. I loved it. And... I decided I wanted to invest my energy and my time into it as a volunteer. I've been, I've been participating with the conference for, you know, for the rest of the editions. Although this year, to be honest, I have been less involved in the organization and the results have been way better than previous years. So, you know, maybe, <laughs> maybe I shouldn't be there. I shouldn't be there, right? Uh, how it has changed? Because, of course, uh, there is uh, always um, a big difference with uh, within everything that you do when you start the first time around and then you keep going and uh, doing it. It does, yeah, I suppose, everything tends to improve, but uh, how much different is compared to those initial uh, conferences? I have to say a big thank you to the fellow organizers um, the conference has been great on all of the editions, but mm -hmm. um, I think back then we were, you know, doing the best we could. And in these last years, we've greatly improved. You know, the Wi-Fi, it's much better this time. It's professionally run, not, you know, we used to run it our own way in the beginning. The catering was a mess in the beginning and now it's professional. The tracks... Um, are better now and you know 
the experience of running it for so many years in a row are, is invaluable, right? So we've, we've learned so much from previous years. For example, this year, this edition, we've moved the open space in, in one of the afternoons to Saturday, mm -hmm. the first day, instead of Sunday, mm -hmm. because of feedback we received from attendees, right? So many people yeah. attend, attend this conference from Spain and from Europe in general. And some of them, they want to go back to their hometown on Sunday evening or Sunday afternoon. So they missed yeah. the open space, which is, you know, which people said it was really valuable and really interesting. So we decided to move it to Saturday. Oh, that's actually quite interesting. Uh, this conference, it runs on the weekend, isn't it? Yep, it's yeah, on the weekend. Um, Yep. Um, yeah, this conference is Saturday and Sunday, and there is a lot of people coming from from Spain and even from from France and London. Uh, yeah, so and lots of times people have to come back sooner on Sunday and they miss the the last sessions. Also, the the sessions are recorded, so if they miss the sessions on Sunday afternoon, it's not that. Uh, it's 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 worse than it's better than to lose the open space because it's not recorded. So okay, that was one of the feedback um, from last year. So that's why we changed uh, open space from Sunday to Saturday. I, I must say that I understand them. I do love open spaces. I think it's one of the best uh, <laughs> uh, best things that we have created. I totally agree. Yeah. And, and you can also see that the organization is doing a great job. Uh, this year, I, I know the previous year as well, that the talks are, are being recorded and uh, they, are all, they also have a, um, a very um, like appealing power from, from other communities and they had attendees from all cities in Spain like Bilbao, Valencia, Madrid, Zaragoza. So uh, it's, it's, it's very impressive to see that happening. Yes. Another good thing about moving the open space to Saturday is that being uh, having like round tables and everything on Saturday after the dinner, it it, may, it helps to people to 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 talk with new people, to meet new people, and then ex uh, keep dis discussions on on the Saturday dinner. So that's another good reason to have the open space on Saturday. So that that's interesting. Um, one of the best I'm not a social person. One of the best uh, experiences that I have had on a on a conference was uh, this uh, this summer, BuzzConf in Germany, which is a conference of functional programming. We were in a town outside of Frankfurt. Like it took like it took like twenty minutes to get there by taxi. There is no other way to get there, and we were, it was in a in a hotel or something like that. So everyone was there after dinner and we were just socializing with, uh, with each other. I think that, that that is, that is actually quite nice when people can stay. It, it wasn't about drinking. It was just about having uh, a nice time with each other. Oof, I nearly broke my laptop. <laughs> <laughs> we, this is the experience that uh, we have had at any Socrates. In this case, the last one I attended was in Germany and the feeling of being all together as a big family, spending time together, going for 
dinners together at the hotel and, uh, you know, spending time at the sauna. It creates this warm feeling of a family, of a close-knit community that I don't usually get from other conferences. So in this case, what Alfredo mm. was mentioning about us being all together and going out for dinner together, I think this is very, very helpful for the networking, for the community, for the common feeling of us being close, as being one one community. Mm -hmm. Yes, uh, coming back to your previous question, Jorge, about how the conference has changed in, in the years, um, I think the, four, the first fourth year, the, the size of the conference was 80 attendees. Yeah. So um, last year we went from 80 to 200, and whoa! And this year we we keep the 200 uh, attendees. Um, one thing we lost a bit last year is this familiarity, mm -hmm. like knowing each other and everything. Uh, but I think we've improved that a lot uh, this year, and in part was for th there were two things: one, moving the open space to Saturday, and the other one was that. We made uh, we included the dinner on the ticket. Okay. So a lot of more people came to dinner. So yeah. <laughs> how do you find that, uh, Christina? That 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 idea of uh, having the dinner all together at the uh, yeah. on the Saturday. Yeah. For for me, it was very impressive to see uh, so much people together sharing these values of software companionship having dinner all together, like uh, talking a lot. They, they, they know each other for years, you know, and you can see mm. that we, we, they rented um, a very known place in Barcelona called La Bella Negra. It's, it's a huge building actually. And, and we were occupying like a lot of it, you know, <laughs> so. <laughs> so we, we, you know, when you check in to the conference, we asked you, whether you're coming to the dinner and there were 121 people coming out of 200, which is like a very good rate of yeah. success. I would say people that are engaged in the community, the people that want to know more. And even if they're tired after the conference, they, they still want more, right? So they still want more community, more being together, more laughs, more. You know, more enjoying ourselves together. And yeah, I I found that I found that lovely. That uh, you know, even if you're very tired of the, the full day of conference, uh, open space, whatnot, you still go out with the community to enjoy. Yeah, I, I think uh, I, I think that's one one really nice thing of quite a few uh, conferences that they are trying to uh, to get this is good. Uh, environment or ambience for for people to uh to be with each other uh, i like that rather than the more uh, professionally focused conferences in which mm -hmm. yeah the feeling I mean, you, 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 the, the feeling no, you, you can get is that uh, they are a family you know they, this community is a family of um of yeah great professionals and 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 you can see that in the way they say hi each other they 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 normally they they give a hug so it's it's impressive to be honest yeah i, w I would like i would like to think that we're like a big family and uh, the thing that 
it's not blood that we have in common, but the love for the profession and the feeling, uh, you know, of familiarity and sharing so many things together. It's, there are so many favors being done and being asked on this community. You know, I'm looking, I'm looking for this kind of talent for my company or for me, or I'm looking for a gig or I want to know more about this, or I want to find a mentor or I want to mentor people or, you know, can you please help me with my invoices? Can you please recommend me somebody to run my invoices for me? There are so many, so many relationships going on that I am very, mm -hmm. very happy to find uh, people from previous years, but also to include more people in that huge community that uh, the software craftsmanship or the software crafters mm -hmm. community is. Nice, nice. Very nice. Um, <clears throat> listening to this, it, it, you could say that it's like an endogamic uh, <laughs> community uh, because I, I, I agree with what say Christina that uh, most of us, we, we know each other, we, we, we see each other a few times a year in different conferences and everything. But, but I think we, this year we also improve in, in this matter, uh, because, um, we had like a more diverse, uh, topics on the, on the schedule. Like mm. we, it wasn't all about TDD, DDD, DevOps and everything. We, we had a few, uh, uh, talks and workshops about different things like how to make a good presentation or communication pattern or about how to do video games in JavaScript, stuff like that. And that I think that helped a lot to, to bring new people. This year, I yeah. think we had a, a lot of new people from, from other communities like the front-end community or, okay. and, and I think they, they, for, for the comments are, we had in person and on Twitter and everything. I think they love it. And we, we got new people into the community and or the family as Christian said. <laughs> and, uh, the point that I want to raise, uh, so both, uh, Alvaro has mentioned it already, but you, both you, uh, Alfredo and Alvaro have been part of the organization of the event. Okay. So, um, uh, I, I attended the second edition. Yeah. And I've been on the organization on the fifth and the sixth. Six. Okay. Uh, how, how, how do you find it, uh, being part of the organization? Is it something difficult to do? It's a lot of work or? It's a lot of work and it's difficult. Uh, yeah, it is. Um, if you want to talk about this year, for example, uh, I think the first meeting, so we had to, uh, to organize this year conference was in March. Uh, we've been having meetings every two weeks since March. Whoa. So this is a lot of uh, hours spent. Uh, we, yeah, so there is a lot of work. <laughs> we, we can count it if, if you want, but I, I prefer not to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, um, Alvaro, uh, yourself, uh, you, you said that you are not doing as much, you haven't done as much this year as, as in the past. Have, have you still been attending all those meetings or, or, uh, or not, uh, not as many? No, not as many. 
Uh, this year, for example, I, I, I took it a little bit less seriously and I've attended some of them. Uh, for example, this mm. year, as Couturians, uh, this is a little bit of self-promotion. We have uh, decided that sponsoring the conference is perfect for us. We had a little bit of mm -hmm. budget allocated to that. So I considered that my main, you know, addition to the conference was to sponsor it without asking anything in return. So, you know, I was, I was more playing the role of a sponsor rather yeah. than a, an organizer. But, uh, I, I attended some of them. I did a little bit of work for the community, not much to be honest, and uh, mostly an ancillary role, a support role, and maybe as a, as a sponsor, that's it. Yeah. Uh, how is, I have never organized myself this kind of big event. How, how difficult it is in terms of uh, the logistics? How did you decide to find the place? How difficult it was to get the negotiations going for a, uh, being at the, uh, at the CBC. Okay, so, um, what, for me, one of the most beautiful things about this, the organization of this conference, um, and also one of the things that make it more difficult to organize is that it's, it's, for starters, it's a community driven conference. Uh, so every meeting that we do, we publish it on Meetup. Mm -hmm. There is a hangout link there, and everyone can can join. So uh, we have uh, during the year a lot of people coming and leaving. Uh, so there is a, a I don't know. We've been like maybe ten organizers this weekend, but during the year maybe thirty people, thirty different people have have joined it, some some of the meetings. Um, that's beautiful because, uh, as Alvaro was saying this year, he, he wasn't that involved, but maybe next year I'm not that involved, but it's, there is always new people coming. So mm -hmm. it, it will make that the conference will never die. Uh, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but it, that's more difficult because it, it will be easier to be four of us and decide the four of us, but we need to to vote every decision, and that that takes much longer. Mm. How, how how come uh, uh, one to us? How, how come that uh, it was a, a decision that you decided to move to the to the CDC? It wasn't an internal decision. Is because there was classes on the at the previous location. So last year it was the fifth year and it was like kind of an anniversary and we decided to try to move to 200 uh, people. Yeah. So we started looking for venues and they were really expensive. Okay. And we found one that was a bit cheaper. We chose this one. Um, it was really good. Uh, it was, we've been, it was good, but, but it was, very far, very on the north of, of Barcelona. Okay, so yeah. it was a bit, yeah, far for people. Um, so this year there is this, uh, community in Barcelona. It's Women Tech Maker Barcelona that they make a conference okay. each year and they made it all on, on the CCCV, which is one of the, the venues 
we looked for the the year before, but it was really expensive. But we learned things to women's maker that they they have discounts for uh, organizations without uh, that that doesn't earn money. I don't remember the name. Non no. profits. And non profit, yeah. And then we learned that and we changed. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I just realized one thing, and people from Barcelona have to forgive me. I was saying CBC, and it's CCCB. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, uh, let's not keep talking a bit uh, about the organization. Um, uh, Alvaro, on, on the, uh, on, during the conference, uh, uh, were you part of the of, of the stewards of the of the place, uh, helping people, or yeah. do you have any specific role? No, um, what we do is, or what we did, is to get together that same morning, um, try to distribute all of the work to be done. You know, uh, conference check-in, redistributing the welcome packs. Uh, gathering the speakers and welcoming them, setting up the rooms and, and whatnot. And then you have people that need to be at the trucks, you know, at the specific rooms for welcoming yeah. speakers and controlling a little bit the audiences, um, redistributing the microphones to the attendees in case they need to ask questions. And of course, at the end of the sessions or around the breaks, you need to politely tell them that there's coffee downstairs. There's coffee at the, you know, at the coffee area. And uh, in case mm. they want to take a break, you know, all of that. So in general, the volunteer work during, during the conference, it's very pleasant to do, right? Mm -hmm. Because you are there in the middle of the action with the people you like. And you have an opportunity to get, uh, to greet and meet everyone. And this year, for example, there was something really interesting. We had some walkie talkies. And, uh, I think, I think that was a great success, right? Because you can communicate yeah. instantly with other organizers. No need for WhatsApp or phone or phone call or whatever. Just, you know, you ping them and you say, could you, could you please make sure that there's space in room one? Because 10 more people are going. Right. In in, okay, previ yeah. in previous years, uh, I was used to running from track four to track one. Um, you know, <laughs> making making sure that there was space there, or making sure that there was no noise uh, around or whatever. And uh, you know, in in the in the past, things were different. Now things, mm. I believe, they're much more professional. And I think this okay. scale of two hundred people allows us for things we could not afford in the past. And yeah. I think this, this provides great value to attendees and it makes the conference better all around. But th those are my just two cents. Okay. Yes, uh, I'm making a bit of noise. We're talking about, uh, sorry, you were talking right now about tracks. How many tracks were there? There were four of them. Four of them. Yeah. That's a nice number. Uh, so that, uh, how many uh, slots during the day? Whoa. 
I don't remember now, but I can check it. Six notes more or less. And one track was dedicated to English, uh, talks in English. So that also allowed to 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 reach uh, professionals from from different pa- different parts of the world. For example, we had a, a Russian speaker, and, and and yeah, that that was very good. Okay, that's that's nice. Uh, how did you find the decisions, Christina? Uh, because you were there just as an attendee, yeah. Yes, yes. Um, so the I, I would like to to highlight that uh, there was a a, a big variety of topics. So we had uh, uh, talks about uh, best practices or more more technical talks like microservices or serverless architecture, functional programming, blah blah, and also workshops that I enjoyed a lot. And uh, of course, classical topics in this community like software craftsmanship, DDD, logical aesthetics, all, all this kind of stuff. Uh, and hmm. and for me, the the most um, one of the most mo- mo- moving topics is that uh, we had talks about diversity. So. Um, and 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 the 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 answer from the community was also um, well uh, amazing. Okay. Yeah, the, okay. there were very interesting talks on diversity and you know other topics that are not considered um, programming or of or crafting code, but are super important to our community. Like, you know, this thing that we call soft skills, right? As opposed to hard ones uh, or tech, yeah. tech ones. And I think those presentations are very important, very necessary, and very enriching to the, to the people attending. It's not only about coding, right? It's not only about putting your head down to code, and but it's also about how you relate to other people, how you make it easier for everyone to be comfortable. Yes, it's about the values and the relationships because we build software by by people for people, so it's about that in my opinion. Yeah. We we no, no no longer build software in an isolated fashion, right? We build it XP or Extreme Programming yeah. uh, is software built by teams, right? So we yeah. we need as a, as programmers and as as people, we need to learn how to communicate with the rest, and I am the first one that is lacking on that area. Well, it, it is part of the whole idea of uh, of Agile and the software classification movement. It, it is the, the fact that we are talking about uh, our interactions with the business have to be better, and that's just, as you say, people's skills, it's soft skills, it's how you deal with people rather than code. I love doing code uh, and whatnot, but it is, the, the fact is that we need to talk with other people. So having this kind of um, uh, talks a- a- about it, I think it's, a, it's actually quite uh, quite important. Yeah. So that's uh, that's one, quite nice. Yeah, one one of the talks I, I enjoyed the most um, about um, uh, was of, um, about um, communication anti-patterns um, yeah. by uh, Amy, Emma Bradley. And okay. I mean... I got lots of insights uh, about how to work in remote teams or how to um, how to 
handle all the info stream informations that sometimes create a lot of noise and and, and yeah I, I enjoyed a lot that that conference and also uh, the one from Jose from Smoking Brains that uh, was talking in the open space about organizational change and how it is driven by our individual actions. So I think we, we had um, a variety of topics and yeah. We will put a link mm -hmm. to the people mentioned here, to the talks mentioned here, and maybe if we find the time, uh, the slides from the speakers. Well, definitely, uh, as we put in the on the website, the podcast, we will put the the, the links over there. Uh, in, in fact, the, that this idea of communication and the patterns, I actually find it quite interesting. So I will, keep, I will have a look in, into that talk. Um, so yeah, I, I I checked the schedule. So every track had six hours in total. Yeah. Okay. If you want the whole data, we had like uh, 19 hours of talks in Spanish, nine hours of talks in English, four workshops of two hours. Of two hours. Okay. An open space, I don't know how, how long it was. Uh, one interesting point. I don't think I will be able to do a technical talk in Spanish right now. Mm. I've been working for so long here in London that I have no clue how, what is the technical vocabulary in Spanish for, uh, for industry. It's, to, it's, to, very, it's very simple, here. Jorge. Dos cervezas, por favor. <laughs> 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 I'll have to remember that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I was I was present on the um, talks in English track most of the time because I was interested in some of the talks and people you know we distributed ourselves and people were more interested in our talks so we self organized right and there were yeah. very very interesting talks in there. Um, those are the ones that I attended, so I, I don't want to say anything bad about the rest, but the ones that I attended were super interesting, super, super interesting. Mm. The communications anti-patterns well, one, you know, of no estimates, there was another, uh, and and the open space at the, at the room that I was in was really interesting, really, really interesting. Mm. Yeah, actually... Uh, were you able to, to attend too, too many of them, Alvaro? So I mean, I mean, you're organizing and doing things like that. Uh, it was more, more like, well, you were there or it's because you wanted to be there. So I, I could attend a few. I spent most of the day over there and we were two people, we were Raul and me. And mm -hmm. I was very, very lucky that in the room that I was, you know, checking for access, you know, making sure that everyone had the badge and, no external people got in, etc. Mm -hmm. I could hear, like, say, fifty percent of the session. You know, even far away from the from the projector, I could hear, mm. you know, bits here and there. So I was I was able to to get a good grasp of the sessions I was not attending, and I was able to attend some sessions. So I I consider myself very lucky for that. Nice, nice. Uh, Christina, I interrupt, uh, interrupt you. What were you going to say? Um, yeah, uh, regarding the open space. Um, so 
th there were some attendees that uh, were not uh, familiar with what an open space was and uh, some of them uh, were like okay they don't have enough dogs and that then now they want us to 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 give some talks uh, but the 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 response to the open space was amazing because um, all of a sudden the, uh, many people started to propose uh, talks and workshops and so on and and they were like distributed being distributed around the CCCB one of one one of some of them in the in the yard in the interior yard and and the feedback uh, was was very good actually Nice. Yes. I I really, to be honest, I really enjoyed the open space part of the conference because we had four tracks, three slots each, so that's like twelve sessions, and then mm. you know more people started pouring in and saying, "Yeah, I also want to talk about this." So we made up some space in the in the middle of the yard uh, in the CCV. And, uh, you know, people were sitting on the floor talking about, I remember putting stuff in production, the hard parts of, of DevOps and stuff. And mm. the best, I, I believe the best thing about the open space technology is you can do whatever you want, whenever you want it. And you're not happy, satisfied with the results. You go and set up your own session. Mm. Mm. What, what about you, Alfredo? Were you able to attend any? So, um, I think I went to four talks in total. Um, but two of them, I was like, in one of them, the micro wasn't working. So I had to go out, talk with the technical, with the technical guy. Uh, and the other one, more, more of the same. So I, I went to two talks at, at the end. Hmm. Uh, in, in part because the, Talks are recorded, so I was like looking at other stuff. So I went to one talk on the open space that that it wasn't recorded, um, and to my favorite that I always go to the PowerPoint karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> can, can you explain us a little bit what a PowerPoint karaoke is, Alfredo? What can you repeat? Can you explain to us what the PowerPoint karaoke is? Oh yeah, the PowerPoint karaoke is is really great. It's um, it's a um, what's the name? Uh, improvisation game. Okay. Um, so the someone prepares some slides. Yeah. That, and nobody has seen these slides. So I think in this case, it, they were like twelve slides. Um, so people from the public. To, to go to the stand and, and present some slides that he has never seen. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So the slides run alone. It's like two minutes per, per slide. Yeah. I do need to improvise. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's absolutely awesome. I love the idea. Yeah. And you can go alone or you can go by pair. So sometimes yeah. you go out. Uh, with somebody you haven't met, and <laughs> yeah, and if, if you go alone, actually it's easier because okay, you you have more slides to do, but you the path is the the one you choose. Yeah. But if you go with someone else, one can go 
to a direction and the other one can go to the completely different yeah. yeah. As, it's as so awesome. As awesome. Okay. Um, we are, uh, I, th I think we are gonna uh, talk just, uh, what else, what else we can talk about? Oh, quickly, workshops. You have mentioned workshops. Which workshops did you have? Well, I attended um, the one from um, Eduardo Ferro about yeah. par about parallel change, and it was um, it was it was really good. So I I also I also attended that workshop, and I loved it. I loved to be to be honest. I love Eduardo, so that's you know that's already a given, but. Uh, I love the yeah. I loved the format of the workshop. I loved the pragmatism in his activities, and I love how he made trunk-based development simple and enjoyable. Right. So he suggested a few exercises on parallel change, which is, you know, getting the code, getting the product to do one thing in two different ways. For example, yeah storing data in a NoSQL environment at the same time as a SQL environment and then collapsing the two features into one because you want to move from SQL or from SQL to NoSQL. And yeah. this, which is usually difficult and expensive and gives you a lot of headaches, he suggested simple steps to make it happen without a big bang, without headaches or you know problems and i loved the i loved the contents to be honest i love yeah. the questions that he asked us yeah so he basically set up uh, very simple scenarios apparently simple scenarios that he he takes uh, out all the noise of the complexity of a real system and and he mm -hmm. he allows us to focus in 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 the, in the important things so uh we are not allowed to type so we do only 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 work uh with pen and um, pencil and paper and yeah okay. we have to think in we work in teams and we have to think we have to interact we have to make decisions and probably one of the most interesting facts is that uh the most difficult part becomes when how to do baby steps in order to to don't 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 mess all the things up so, no, so yeah that's that's very good yeah i really uh, i really I like to, to be honest I have to agree with Alvaro and Cristina because I didn't went this weekend, but I went to this workshop on a previous conference, yeah. and I really love it uh, too. Uh, in fact, I asked permission to Eduardo, um, and I translated the the slides, and I pretend to to try to run it on our internal open space here at Codura. Yeah. It's really great. Okay. Nice. Uh, I've now I'm looking forward to that one as well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So you know, people that are looking and sorry, listening to the podcast uh, at Codiras, we do every two months more or less. We do our own internal mini conference, mini open space. So there's one in, happening in London, and there's uh, this as one in, happening in, in Barcelona. Tomorrow um, it's happening one. actually. Yeah. The the open space that we are running, we are running it tomorrow, Friday. Friday the fifth oh. of October. I don't know when the podcast yeah. is going to be published, but we're recording it on the Thursday fourth of October, and the open yeah. space is actually tomorrow. 
Yeah, nice. yeah, we are very happy because because this is, will be our first open space in 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 Barcelona, in Codrans, Barcelona. So we are very excited about it. Um, yeah, I, I we will let you know how the the talks and the and the and the atmosphere went. So. Yeah, uh, the, the ones here in London have been always uh, amazing. So good luck for tomorrow. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, okay, so just. Yes, uh, one last question before we wrap this up. Um, Alfredo, are you looking forward to next year? Of course, I am. What about you, Alvaro? I am very, very looking forward to next year. I always enjoy this, this kind of conferences and the community feeling in them. And I hope that for next year, I'm not only a sponsor, but an organizer again. Okay, and um, Christina, what about you? Again, attending, I'm gonna try to help organizing. Um, I, I'm I'm gonna try to help organizing, but uh, and 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 I hope to 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 still see some talks and and workshops. Uh, I don't know, it's a tough decision actually, because for example, uh, some of the organizers. Like they've been working very hard for the whole year and, and, and they were just facilitating the event, not really attending. So, yeah, I, I would like to thank all of the their effort and, and, and work because, uh, well, I enjoy it a lot and, and it's all because of them. So <laughs> Sometimes I think that it's better just to pay the price of the ticket. <laughs> And you know you get you get everything done. You you're treated to a to a you know five star experience instead of having you know to to do the nitty gritty details of of the conference. But I feel that the community has given me has given me so much that I would like to give something back. Mm. That's that, that's a, a really nice uh, way of looking at, at things. Thank you for thank you uh, for you to organizing helping organize and sponsor the the conference and well that would be all uh, for this one thank you everyone that has been listening to us and we'll meet again in more or less a couple of a uh, couple of weeks time thank, thank you, you all. Thank you uh, for making the podcast possible. Thank you to the attendees for making it amazing. Thank you for the organizers to making it happen. Thank you to the, you know to everyone involved, to the sponsor, to the venue, to the caterers, to and and to the weather as well, which was really nice <laughs> over the weekend. It didn't rain, so it was it was very very nice to be part of the sixth edition of the Software Crafters, and I'm very looking forward to next year. Mm-hmm.